Welcome to St. Louis in Tune with Arnold Stricker and Mark Langston, where we size up current and historic events involving people, places, and things in areas such as the arts, crime, education, employment, faith, finance, food, health, history, housing, humor, justice, and sports. Our weekly podcast originates from and connects the Gateway City to our country's current cultural fabric and lives. It's been 30 years since the Bosnian War, and director Joseph Paleo has a new documentary film, A New Home, that's being shown at Washington University this Sunday, July 17th at 5 p.m. Joseph, welcome to St. Louis in Tune. Thank you for having me. So you are a filmmaker. You are best probably known in the area uh, with the film America's Last Little Italy, The Hill, which was shown on PBS, and you also got a Silver Telly Award. Congratulations for that. Uh, what was your impetus for this particular film? So after The Hill, a lot of people in St. Louis had seen the film, and they would come up to myself and Rio Vitali, our executive producer, uh, and they were kind of pitching us on what they thought our next film should be. And time and time again, this Bosnian story, the Bevo Mill neighborhood, was coming up as something that we should potentially take a look at. And I started researching it um, last spring, really looking into it, thinking that this is possibly something that we would end up doing. Um, and the more that I looked into it, the more I was just fascinated by the story and thought that it was really something that was worthy of a documentary being made. And so in the summer of last year's when we started filming and we just wrapped up uh, completing the film uh, in late May. So it was almost exactly one year that, that we worked on this film. So how has the Bosnian community from shooting this film, how has the Bosnian community impacted the St. Louis area as you've discovered over the last 30 years? Well, they definitely, uh, in terms of a tax base standpoint, when you have 70 plus thousand people come to an area, that's going to affect the tax base in, in a positive wow. way. Uh, but also just bringing their culture with them, making St. Louis a more diverse area. St. Louis was extremely welcoming of these Bosnian refugees. And I think that's an important part of the story as well. You know, a lot of times St. Louis gets a bad rap. If you're talking about, oh, we're making a documentary about a community in St. Louis, nine times out of 10, people are gonna think that that film is gonna have a negative connotation. The fact that the Hill documentary and now A New Home is kind of showing more of the positive side of St. Louis. That's something that myself and Rio are, are very passionate about and think that it's important to also tell that side of the story of St. Well, Louis. I never, I never, this is the first I've heard that there's so many Bosnians, 70,000 seems like a lot of folks <laughs> that have come to our area. Yeah, I mean, I felt the same way. I grew up in, uh, in St. Charles, and I moved out to the Afton area when I got married to my wife, and I started noticing how many of our neighbors were Bosnian, and I drive through uh, town and see multiple Bosnian stores uh, throughout the town. And I, I kind of just started to realize just how vast this diaspora is here in St. Louis. Um, you know, initially, these Bosnian refugees, they would come over 
uh, to multiple cities throughout the United States. Um, and St. Louis was just one of the, the cities that they were coming over to. But the fact that they were building this neighborhood in Bevo really through, through word of mouth started to, to catch on to these other cities. Uh, and they call it a phenomenon known as secondary migration, whereas these refugees that might have been in New York or San Francisco, places that have large populations and it's extremely expensive to live, they'd hear, oh, you could buy a house on the south side, you know, for cheap. We have this bustling uh, community here in St. Louis. Um, and so a lot of them, that's when they came over. It was actually after the war where they had already gone to these other cities. And so that's really how the numbers started started to get very high. And then once they come over, they start their families. So that, that 75,000 number that, uh, that you hear all the time, that's including these secondary migrants and including these second-generation kids that were born of Bosnian parents. Well, one thing that you have is that you have on the information is that St. Louis is home to more displaced Bosnians than any other city in the world, which is speaks really highly of St. Louis, as much as we, we do hear the negative, like you said, and, and you're making this into a positive. And in the course of this film, are you talking to a wide range of age groups? In other words, are you talking to people who maybe have fought in the war and maybe who are now uh, grandchildren of people who have fought in the war? Yeah, so we talked to five Bosnian refugees. Um, we talked to ra ranging from uh, people who are now in their late 30s that were children when the war began, and also three people who um, were in around their 30s. So they, they were grown-ups at this time when the war happened, and they had to flee with their families. Mm. Um, and then at the end of the film, we, are, we talked to a... American-born Bosnian girl who's 16 years old and talks about, you know, kind of the effect that uh, it's had on her family and also where she thinks that the future of the Bosnian community is going. But it was very important for us that we wanted to get those different age ranges. We wanted to get, um, you know, children and see how that affected them witnessing all of these atrocities. Um, and there's just some absolutely incredible stories in this film. I, I can't wait for, uh, you know, St. Louis and beyond to hear these stories because, you know, the Bosnian War is not one that is talked about often. Right. Uh, especially, you know, right whenever I got into this project, I knew that I had to find out everything that I could on this Bosnian War because this is not something that I was taught in school and I was born in 92 so the year that the war began in yugoslavia so it wasn't something that i was very familiar with and i think that once you see the visuals that that we have along with the stories that these refugees are telling uh, it's it's incredibly powerful and you know it's it's shocking to see this really this ethnic cleansing and genocide that was going on in bosnia and you know there was concentration camps mm -hmm. in in, in, in these areas, you know, you, you, you hear a concentra concentration camp, the first thing you think of is World War II. You're not thinking the Bosnian War. So I think that it's going to be an eye-opening experience for, for a lot of people to, to see this film and, and hopefully uh, a learning experience for them. 
Has the film changed you and your perspectives on refugees at all in any way? Well, I mean, it's, I think it's changed multiple perspectives in terms of my mindset. Um, you know, I, I lived with this film for one year where every, basically everything I thought was about this Bosnian uh, story. And so when things happen in your own life that maybe will get you down or things of that nature, you know, you really start to put things in perspective when, you know, for example, the Hill documentary. Um, we released that film right at the beginning of the pandemic. And so we didn't have the opportunity to have a public screening for that film. And that was really a letdown for us because we put two years of our life into this film and, you know, we wanted to share it with the community and it had to go virtual because of, of the pandemic. So that, so that really, you know, got us down. Then you'd start to hear these stories about, children six years old looking out the window and seeing their neighbors dead on the street or their father being taken away to a concentration camp when the war begins. I mean, this puts your entire life into perspective that, you know, things are not nearly as bad as you think they are. You need to be appreciative of all that, all that you have. Um, so, I, I mean, it's, and in terms of, as it changed my ideas on refugees, you know, it wasn't necessary refugees in general and that's something that was at the forefront of my mind mm -hmm. um and so you know you hear on the news oh afghan refugees are coming over to st louis or ukraine refugees are going to start coming over to st louis you know it's not something that i really thought twice about now um you know after living with this story and after learning so much about it you know, i i think the more refugees the better in terms of especially for St. Louis to try and let's get people into this area. Let's get people populating this area that, you know, we get into the film at the, at the end, the population numbers of the city of St. Louis are declining rapidly. We need warm bodies in that city to hopefully try to, you know, kickstart, um, kickstart the, the area, just like the Bosnians did in the nineties. So you've done some, films on the hill in, a, in an Italian community. You've done this film on the Bosnian community. Now that there's some refugees or immigrants from Afghanistan and Ukraine, are there some future films about those particular groups? I, I'm not sure. So the, the thing that the hill had going for it and, and the Bosnian story had going for it was that they are historical in, in the sense mm -hmm. that there was 140 years of history that we could go through with the Hill documentary, there's exactly 30 years now of the Bosnians coming over. Um, these stories are so new with the Afghans that, and, and the Ukrainians that are going to end up over here. Um, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure, um, but I, I mean, there's probably something there that, that you know, we're going to look into. But I really do enjoy kind of doing these historical ones where you can, you can really go through the years and, 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 you know, from a beginning to an end standpoint, see uh, such a, a vast uh, difference from where these people started to where they are now. Uh, that, that fascinates me. Okay. Now you hang on the line here, Mark, some questions. Um, I, I just find it fascinating. Um, and it, and it's very interesting that the Bosnian population as they, uh, as they came to St. Louis, have really transformed 
like you say, these neighborhoods, um, you know, they, they've really put the population back in there, hardworking people, you know, and they're really uh, making a settlement. It's almost like a settlement uh, of, of, of their culture and everything. And it's just, uh, I was wondering how unique it is, you know, the St. Louis is, but you said, I guess there's about 30 other communities, which really isn't that many in the, in the United States, I wouldn't think. So we're pretty fortunate, I guess. Yeah, I definitely think so. And one of the things that happened obviously through the years is, you know, they started in the city. So they started in, in South, South St. Louis, specifically the Bevo Mill area. But over time, uh, you know, they wanted the American dream. They wanted to move to the suburbs, get a bigger house, get their kids enrolled in better schools. And so, in you know, selfishly, you kind of hope that they would have stayed in this in the city. Um, but you understand why they moved to the suburbs. And one of the things we get into in the film is the fact that how that affects the city of St. Louis because of that division of the city versus county that is almost, you know, St. Louis is one of the only cities in America that is set up that way. So, um, you know, it's, it's something that we thought was important to get into the film to really show how, how, how much that if they're, they're leaving that, that Bevo area and going to South County really affected the city. Interesting. Yeah. It's really fascinating. Um, it just really is fascinating. And the Dutch, I guess the Dutch, there's a scrubby Dutch area of St. Louis. I don't know if anybody ever pays much attention to that area anymore. Um, Losing you on that, Mark. Oh, sorry. I was saying there's uh, there are other areas in St. Louis, too, like uh, Arnold had mentioned. The Dutch, there's a Dutch area of St. Louis. I, I don't hear much about them at all. But uh-huh. uh, um, this is fascinating. The Bosnians, I think, uh, the ones that I know, the Bosnians that I've met, uh, had the pleasure of meeting. They are, like you say, hardworking contributors to our community, and uh, it's it's just great to have them uh, settle here in the in the St. Louis area. Yep. Yeah, I mean, when you're talking about the hardworking, you know, they would come over most of the time. They had established themselves in in Bosnia, uh, working in. Uh, high positions uh and then they come over to st louis and they'd have to start with these menial jobs um and have to work their way up uh through society again and basically start from scratch so, so the people that you uh, had a chance to interview I, i'm sure that were they real welcoming and anxious to tell their story well it's difficult because you're talking about you know going into this we knew the people who are going to participate in the film are going to be reliving probably the worst experiences of their lives on camera. Mm. So that's a tough ask. And, and we knew that early on, but it's really a beautiful story. And the fact that they went through all of these tragedies that, you know, it was extremely harrowing, but there is a happy ending here. And the happy ending is that they were able to rise above everything and, you know, really make an incredible life for themselves here in St. Louis. And so I think that they were definitely uh, inclined to, to tell that part of the story. We knew it was going to, but we knew it was going to be extremely difficult for them to, to relive those war stories. 
We've been talking to Joseph Paleo. He is the director of A New Hope, which is a documentary on the Bosnian refugees who came to St. Louis. And you can see that film Sunday, July 17th at 5 p.m. at Washington University Brown Hall. Joseph, we appreciate you talking to us about the film. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Joseph. We are glad you listened to this episode of St. Louis in Tune. Please share this podcast or tell a friend. St. Louis in Tune is produced in cooperation with KWRH 92.9 FM and Motif Media Group. For St. Louis in Tune, I'm Arnold Stricker.